really nope. or not the big the big like today I learned nope what today uh, in Tokyo I assume, I guess in Tokyo when it, when it hit midnight on today which is uh, February 26th I don't know if that means that's the 27th over there yes but, but midnight at to- in Tokyo marked the 20th anniversary of Pokemon oh shit it's 20 years old now so don't feel like a kid anymore do you no i don't feel like a kid i feel like an old man it's an old old man I'm turning yes. 30 in a year or less than a year so yeah i'm uh i'm what they call old ha i am expected to have children soon and raise and rear a family yeah so am i actually maybe but, the, um... maybe the, the 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 maybe the next president <laughs> never know Welcome to War of the Bay. <laughs> your kid, your kid will not be the next president. Kyle's child will be the next president. You write it down. My my son or daughter, or yeah, not, we're not going to play anything here. Right, or no, daughter. Oh no, we're not even going to sign a, a gender. My my genderless. It, it will my it will be the next president. Future child will be the next president. Um, can't I don't call know if it this, but I'm Nick. I'm and I'm Kyle and. Uh, I my my gender pronouns are as follows. I would like to be called he, him, and his. You may use those pronouns when referring to me. Uh, Nick, what are your gender pronouns? Um, he, him, and Nick. I, li- I like I like being referred to by. All mine. right, okay, Nick. There we go. Uh, so last week it was kind of I was kind of devoid of sports talk. I was kind of, I've, I've been out of it. And I felt bad about that, so I got a, I got my little journal out, got my little book, got a whole handy wealth, handy notebook, a handy band, dandy notebook, got a whole wealth of sports knowledge here. Uh, I've been taking notes all week. I'm ready to fucking go. I've, I've been, I've been uh, following closely some news this week, so I'm ready. So what so do we what, start with? What, what are we going to start with? Well, um, I think we should maybe go with the active team, maybe to start. The active team. Let's go with the. No, let's go with the. Inactive. Oh no, not the. I'm sorry. Well, uh, actually, yes, I did mean the active team. The the first initial active day of spring training for the Rays full team was today. No, we're gonna get. We'll get into that later. What that, baseball? Yeah, that'll be later. Let's so, let's well, get into that last. Let's talk about the Bucks. I was about to say if you if you knew why'd you ask? Because <laughs> man, we talk, we had we did this whole thing where we talk about it before the show, and you and we're like, well, we're gonna talk about yeah, the Bucks first. Yeah, and you forgot, <laughs> like. Okay, why the fuck do we even do that? I don't know. I don't know. Fuck it. Uh, so I guess you had a couple of things. I, I I wrote down bucks under bucks. I wrote one thing, and I just want well, to know the, the the. I have two main questions for you, and right. they're have they have one thing to do with the head coach, and one has to do with the player. So let's go from the top down and, and start with the head coach. Right. It um, it wasn't really a big thing last year when. Lovey Smith chose Jameis Winston and Dirk Cutter chose Mariota. But oh, since yeah, I know Lovey Smith this. was the head coach at the time, the team went with Jameis Winston. And the rest is what happened last year. Right. Anywho, um, it's kind of resurfaced. And the question is, is why did Dirk choose Marcus? And now that he's the head coach over you know, Jameis Winston, is that going to cause any any bit of issue? What's, yeah, your, guess, what's your take on that? I guess he was, uh, from what I heard, Jameis Winston was like the last, or, or not Jameis Winston, but Dirk Cutter was the last guy they had to convince in the building to to draft Jameis Winston. That's that's kind of that was kind of the story that came out this week. 
Really? Something like that. I think, yeah, it was something something akin to that. And it's it's very interesting to me uh, because uh, he's supposed to be our future. And it's I don't think it's a huge deal. I mean, he's he's got the kid now and he's got to deal with him. And, and of course, I'm sure he has some, some hand, some role to play in drafting Jameis Winston. So... I don't know if it's it's that big of a deal, but it's still it's it's just like a thing that's like hmm, interesting. Like things things that make you go hmm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, I it, it makes me feel like maybe Jameis might have a shorter leash. Maybe I don't know. I mean, how short of a leash can you really get in your second year? What what in in terms of uh, as a starting quarterback. Like how, how, oh, how short can your leash be? I mean, you're really? on a very short leash at this point. Really? Yeah. I mean, sure. what are they going to do? Put Glennon in? Jesus. <laughs> Maybe. They're going to put Glennon in as like a wide receiver, split him out wide. Oh yeah, that'll go well. Yeah, and then the majestic. Watch as the majestic giraffe field. They'll never suspect it. It'll be like when Tyler Figpen caught a touchdown pass against the Bucks back in oh yeah. Two thousand seven. We can't play against ourselves. Uh. I I I'm willing to take to that differ? bet against. Yeah, I beg to differ. We've done it plenty of times. I've. Where were you the fucking Monday Night Football game two thousand circa two thousand and three where Peyton Manning destroyed us and we we blew the whole goddamn anyways. Oh yes, that fateful day. Anywho, we lost all of our listeners. It's literally only Anthony. Um, <laughs> thanks, Anthony. <laughs> thanks, thanks, bro. Maybe maybe. Maybe don't have audio issues that you sort out live on the fucking live mixer chat. The mixer yeah. feed. That's point one. Maybe don't do that. Maybe that's maybe that's the, like counterintuitive to the fucking goal that you're trying to accomplish to get listeners to listen to your fucking podcast. I don't know. Call me crazy. But um I don't know. I think to me that kind of that kind of speaks of just like, hey, it's the off season, we need something to talk about. Oh yeah. Well, it, it does seem for like you know drawing straws or or was that that phrase grasping at straws? Yeah, grasping at straws because they knew they knew from fucking day one when Kurt, when Cutter came into the, the to be the head coach they knew that he was like I I recall reading that before that Cutter was the last guy that they had to convince to draft him and that he was a Mariota guy I've read that before and now it kind of comes out again this week and they're like hey hey hey. Remember this? Remember, hey, what about this? Maybe he's, you know, maybe we're going to have a, you know, controversy. Yeah, sure. Guarantee. This is the kind of, this is the kind of horse shit that, that will continue to come up. Like, should there be any kind of struggle or any kind of like, um, does Dirk Cutter trust Jameis Winston? Yes, exactly. Which is, which were the bucks. So that's like almost guaranteed to, to fucking happen. Oh yeah, because Guaranteed. we've never done this before. We've never managed not to break a quarterback. That's true. Well, no, Doug Doug Williams. We managed to. Uh, yeah, no, we managed not to break him, but piss him off enough to send him off to Washington to win a Super Bowl. I wonder how many teams can like say that they have it, that at least two quarterbacks, former quarterbacks that won Super Bowls for like. Let's see. You got Doug Williams. You got Steve Young. You got Trent Dilfer. You got that's that's at least three former quarterbacks that have won Super Bowls. I don't think there's I don't think there's a lot of teams out there that can that can say, hey, we we, we got rid of this guy and won a Super Bowl for us. Drew Brees, you know, with San Diego. I guess you could say San Diego did that. 
Yeah, they, I, I was about to say, I think you could, they, they did that too. I just wonder how, like, how many teams are out there that have done that? Not many. No. <laughs> what was your what was your player question? Um, do we de- do we need Doug Martin? Because quickly yes. approaching is the uh, start of free agency, and it's already determined that Doug is going to be testing the waters. And how vital is Mister Martin to our success? He is gone as fuck. He's so gone. <laughs> like he's. Yeah. <laughs> Like he's a, he, that door's got open. Yeah, he he's like a uh, like to to put it in an analogy that's that's uh, relevant right now. He's like a um, a hitter hitting a hundred mile an hour fastball out of the park. It's like it gets out in a hurry. Um, he's he's gone <laughs> because. Let me let me ask you, Nick. Okay, let's say let's let's say you're you're a young strapping lad from Tampa, Florida. And let's say that instead of, let's say instead of playing defensive tackle or defensive, would you you play defensive end in high school? Yeah, sure. Okay, let's say instead of playing defensive end in high school, you were you were a running back and you were a good running back and you got drafted into you know a pretty pretty big local college, you know Georgia or Alabama, Florida, Florida, you know one of those things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm putting the reason why I'm saying this is because. Uh, Doug Martin uh, was born in Compton and or not Compton. Uh, oh, I think Oakland is either Oakland, Oakland or okay. Compton, something like that. But those are two very different places. You're, well, you're right, but um, <laughs> I want to say I think it was Oakland. It must, it must be, I think it's Oakland. Anyways, born in Oakland, goes to Boise State, and so you. He's a West Coast guy. Yeah. So you, Nicholas, you're an East Coast guy. So you go to, you know, let's say you you go to Alabama and you're the the greatest running back or, you know, a great running back for Alabama or not even, let's say not even Alabama. Let's say Georgia Tech because, you know, <laughs> sure. Boise, ACC, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah you got to, you got to kind of, you know, he wasn't. Because it was Boise State. He yeah. Was at. It was a smaller school. So you go there, you get, you get drafted. Uh, pretty high by the Oakland Raiders. Oakland Raiders draft you. You got to move out. You go move out to the West Coast, and you do well there in your rookie season. You have two bad seasons, and you have a great season, and it's your contract year. Uh, but what I didn't I'm coming to Tampa. <laughs> but what I didn't tell you, what I didn't tell you is that uh, after after your contract year, the third head coach that you've uh, played under it gets fired. So now you got you're gonna have a new head coach. I'm sorry, no the uh, the second head coach second, you played under. So you're gonna be playing fired. for your third. You're gonna be playing for your third head coach potentially if you resign with this team, which has been terrible the entire time you've been there. You've had maybe one good season. You had that nine and seven season, and then after that you you're no, we didn't even go nine and seven that year. What do we go? I was about to say. Yeah, we we we, we were. T- I'm thinking of John Gruden. Uh, but you have Uh-oh. you have maybe one good season. And then they're like, "Hey, let's you know, come on back. Let's you know, let's resign you." Meanwhile, your hometown team, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, are offering you a huge contract, or the Dallas Cowboys are throwing a huge contract at you. Somebody, something like that. You know, the Bucks, the Bucks just 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 moved to a new location, and they want to make a big splash in their new market. They're gonna, so they want to sign you. Uh, yeah, and uh, I'd be gone. I'd be. I'd be wouldn't, there'd out be of nothing there. tying me. Yeah, if I was to, if I was in Doug Martin's shoes right now, re- realistically, I would have 
my overnight bag and everything packed so I can go start exploring new cities. Yeah. Like, we all dream of, of that player that's just like, I love the team and I love the area and I want to like, – but, but honestly, from the time that they get to the into the league, they're told that it's a business. Yeah. So oh, I mean, even before then, even before they get pulled into the league, they, it's exposed to them. You know, get an agent, get an agent. Yeah, yeah. Even in college, I mean, college is a huge deal, I and mean, they know. Like, if a guy knows he's going to get drafted, he's going to hire an agent. So, yeah, it's um, it sucks that we're going to lose him. I I wholeheartedly believe that we're going to lose him. I'm I'm leaning towards the we us losing him. I'm not positive, but I'm I'm leaning towards that. Yeah. Well, that's that's fair, but I, I'm. I I've he's he's dead to me. It's he's like Stamkos. Jesus. He's dead to me. You remember you remember Stamkos was dead to you, and now he's still here on the team. He's still dead to me. There's no <laughs> there are no guarantees. Although although some interesting moves are being made, that makes me think that hmm, we're clearing a little bit of room. We'll talk about that later. But um, I just uh, but Doug, to Doug, to you, Doug Martin is already halfway out the door. He's already halfway out the door, and we're drafting a running back, pretty you know, in the second round. I don't know. Okay, round. so one thing I did do is a little research on the free agent market running back situation. Yeah, I have a list of them for you. Okay, let's see. Let's hear it. Uh, we have Lamar Miller from Miami. Okay. Matt Forte from Chicago. No. Chris Ivory from New York. Mm. C.J. Anderson from Denver. Ugh. Alfred Morris from Washington. Oh, those all sound terrible. Alfred Morris is <laughs> oh god. And Ronnie Hillman from Denver are the uh, is the Ronnie Hillman four, and one more um, Legarrette Blunt. No, go, go draft a guy. Just go draft a dude. It's <laughs> yeah, fine. Like say, we don't need those folks. Good. Yeah, just draft a dude. This we're we're in the age of running. We're running backs. You just draft them and they I do. was just about to say. So you use them for four years and then you go. You're yeah, fine. Um, you know, I, I'm I am remiss right now because I don't know what kind of running back that Cutter's system favors. Um, you know, Doug Martin did well in the you know obviously did well in the system last year. So you know, one would think that we're, we're looking for something similar to that—a guy who can catch out of the backfield. A you guy know, it's really similar to Doug Martin. Was that Doug Martin? Yeah, that'd be nice. It'd be nice, but we're also well. Hmm. Yeah, you know, we're a team that we can't afford to lose talent. You know, we're and the thing is, is we can we can afford to overpay for some guys. We have the the sixth most cap sixth sixth most cap room of any team in the NFL. And that's the thing too, because because the the Glazers they they you know they've they've shown that they don't they're not afraid to go out there and spend free agent money on free agents. But the the formula that we've all been saying works is like okay, you draft guys and then you resign him. So here's the perfect example: we have a guy that we've drafted and we have an opportunity to resign him, and he's like, ah, fuck y'all. <laughs> like, isn't that such yeah. a Bucks thing? <laughs> it is a very Bucks thing. You're right. I just hope I don't know. I I really hope we would be able to resign him if. If we don't, it'll suck. I'll be a little heartbroken. But at the end of the day, it's like, eh, hey, whatever. Just move, moving on. Moving on. Are we gonna? We're, are we gonna suck next year? Probably. I oh. hope. God, I hope not. I don't want to suck. I don't want to. We just suck changed anymore. coaches for the fucking third time. Of course, we're gonna suck next year. Of yeah, course, we are. I mean, come you're on. Not, you're not wrong. Come on. Eight wins. When I saw that Bucks brief fucking poll, people like from Twitter, eight wins or more. Go fuck yourselves. If you think we're going to win eight wins, I will eat my hat live on the podcast if we win eight games next year. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah. Oh, And you know what? 
I think we that'll be a happy victory for me because I'm still a Bucks fan at the end of the day. So plus I'll eat, you get to eat a hat. Yeah, plus I get to eat a hat. I'll eat that hat. But I'll eat a goddamn hat. I don't know how I'll do it. Maybe I'll bake it, deep fry it somehow. I'll emulsify it in, in a blender and then like, you know, a hat smoothie. Yeah, whip it into some kind of a smoothie with frozen bananas. It'd be delicious. And the jokes on you, fucks, because I just had some fiber in my diet. <laughs> <laughs> anyhow, uh, anyhow. So, amongst all those, I see I see one that I might want. Lamar Miller, right? Yeah, from Miami. He he showed a little bit of promise. He's got eight touchdowns, eight hundred and seventy five yards over a season. Um, a lot of a couple other players had higher numbers in uh, yards wise, but he just he led the he led the free agent pool anyway in touchdowns because yeah. Chris Ivy had seven in New York. Uh, Matt Forte, be, for being a starting running back for a Chicago or a, a heavy uh, run team in Chicago, and he only nah. had 898 total Matt yards, Forte, four touchdowns. He's done. He's yeah, right, he's it's over uh, it, you know, we're, two years ago we were talking about um, Alfred Morris and how amazing of a catch he was. In the yeah, that's true. And uh, he had one touchdown on the ground last year, but just one. The Redskins were, uh, I, I don't know, the Redskins were a fucking mystery last year. Yes, but now we're we're talking about with the Redskins anyway that Kirk Cousins is going to bankrupt them by demanding what he well, who the fuck <laughs> is Kirk Cousins demand anything? Awesome, awesome. I I like that. I do like that. <laughs> Fucking Kirk Cousins. <laughs> he's hey he, he had a good season this year so. You know, if, if he's going to be the future, they, 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 just the fucking, like, I would love, you know what I would love is, like, to for Cousins to get signed to, like, some huge extension, and then uh, Bob well, Bob well, Griffin well. goes off to, like, some other team, and then Bob, well. yeah, Bob Griffin does well, and then Kirk Cousins fails, I'll be like, ha, Redskins. It'll be like the San Francisco 49ers all over again. Like, <laughs> get rid of Alex Smith. Get him out of here. Yeah. We've got this Colin Kaepernick fella. He's amazing. Yeah. And Andy Reid's like, mm -hmm, go. I'll take that guy. Um, uh, I'll take it. I mean, go to the playoffs. So, you know, last week. Although, yeah, I mean, Alex Smith can't seem to win a goddamn playoff game. Is the thing. Yeah, but I mean, you can get there. I'd rather have I'd rather have Andy Dalton than RG three. That's true. I'd I'd love to have an Alex Smith. Well, I'd rather have Jameis Winston. Yeah, at this point, I'd rather have Jameis. But you know, whatever. So Lamar Miller last year ran for. Uh, eight hundred seventy-two yards, eight touchdowns, and then but the year before, yeah. thousand ninety-nine. With uh, yeah, I mean, he's it's not been the epitome of consistency, but he's been consistent on an inconsistent Miami team. So I there's think, something about that. So yeah, I think I, I would be opposed to that. Maybe get him and draft another dude, or we you know we, still have, Charles we Sims. still have Sims. Yeah. Like he's, I don't think he's a, a starting NFL caliber quarter or running back, but. I think he's close. Yeah, he had some good, he had some good games last year, and he he shows. Plus, that now we can see what Bobby Rainey's all about, and Bobby Rainey as well. I, Bobby Rainey's shown that he's got some versatility to him. Well, so, I, I mean, mean, he's definitely elusive in the return game. So we were deep in the backfield, but still, I mean, it would suck to lose Martin. He, 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 it he, would suck to lose Martin because he's a big name. It's true. That's it. Like I feel like he's had two good years, but he's also had two two bad years. You yeah, know, he's fifty fifty. Yeah, he's who knows. And you know, last year was a contract year, and then you know, every guy's gonna play well in a contract year. 
Yeah, and there's always a there's okay, not always. There's typically a letdown for players who sign a long term contract in a new city because they've got their money. What the fuck do they need to take everything seriously for? Yeah. They've already got they've done the hard work. They've got their cash cow. Lest we be reminded of uh, what's his what's his fucking name. I don't know. There's there, there's tons of them. There's there's multiple ones every year. No, but who was the guy that came from De- or from New York that signed with us that was a total bust? I think it was the other it was either the other Steve Smith or <laughs> uh Derek Ward Derek Ward. It was Derek Ward. Remember that? Uh, remember we signed Derek Ward from the from the Giants and he bought he like I remember the, reading the article he came up in like a fucking Bentley shit to to training camp and everybody's like oh jesus this guy's got his money he doesn't give a fuck anymore and he was terrible (laughs) for us and it starts (laughs) Derek ward hold on let me just give you some let me give you some uh and then he goes that's right and then he goes to the uh, texans and he does well which was the texans or the texans the The, houston texans were here houston texans really when Derek ward got uh, I guess. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do kind of remember that. I can't find his stats, though. Who was his second behind him that year? Uh, you had Brandon Jacobs and Derek Ward. On, are you on <laughs> the, the Giants? Former the Giant. Yeah, I was yeah, about yeah. to say. <laughs> yeah, two Giants that just, like, totally dropped off and, like, like yeah, that year was terrible. Didn't, um, our, didn't our fourth running back was the one who stuck that year? Like we ended up going. Through oh the wait, no, four. no, we didn't have. De- no, okay, never mind. I, I see what you're saying now. No, we had Derek Ward and um, God, who else? Yeah, you're right. Maybe Cadillac. No, was it was it Caddy? No, I think Cadillac was already off the guy. Was that the late years of Pittman? No, Pittman was way gone by that t- that by that. Maybe point. the second coming of Dunn. In 2009, he signed. Because didn't Dunn come back? Dunn came back, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, he came back for uh, like for a single year. Oh, I feel so, I feel I forget so many personnel moves because the Bucks are nothing with consistency. I remember when he came back though, two thousand nine. Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The one thing they tell you not to do on a podcast is look up information while you're live on a podcast. But go fuck yourself. Josh, yes, clearly. Josh Freeman was our quarterback. Rudy Carpenter was, or Josh Johnson was the, oh, God. Oh, yeah, it was. It was Derek Ward, Cadillac, Cadillac Williams, Kareem Huggins. <laughs> I remember I remember him. That great buck. The wide receivers. Listen to, listen to this fucking dynamite core of wide receivers. Antonio Bryant, Michael Clayton, uh, Michael Spurlock, and Maurice Stovall. Mm, and surprising mm. we didn't win the Super Bowl that year. Jeremy Stevens and Kella Winslow Jr. were our tight ends. Uh-oh. I just saw that the Redskins are going to use transition or franchise tag on Cousins. Good for them. Good for them. Listen to this. This is a great offensive line. You had DeMar Dotson, Jeff Fain. I'm sorry. You had Jeff Fain, Davin Joseph, Sean Murphy, Jeremy Trueblood, and Jeremy Zuta. And Donald Penn. Jesus Christ. Zuta. All that talent we pissed away with our terrible teams. <laughs> Defensive linemen, of course, Michael Bennett. Whatever happened to that guy? Michael. <laughs> oh, man. Fucking bum. Anyway. Is, is is Nala eating something in the background? No, do you hear something? Yeah, I do. What is it? I hear like a metal bowl being messed with, either cleaned or I don't know. Wait, wait, hold on. Maybe. I don't know. I'm, I'm playing with a football. Maybe that's it. 
<laughs> Quit playing with your metal football, Kyle. I'm sorry. I'm from the future. Doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Anthony strike twice. He's in the chat. He says, Hey, Spurlock returned that kick. And that's right. He did. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing he's done with his career. I cried, cried on that day. Uh, I lost my shit that day. I remember thinking it's finally over. It's over. I remember that was one of the few times where you didn't watch. You weren't watching the game with me. It was our friend. It was me and our friend Jason. And what a weird game. I, yeah, I think dynamic. somebody else. And like I was, I cried. I cried. <laughs> Santa Maria. Let's and your friends stopped coming over because you were weird. That weird guy. Yeah. Michael Spurlock. Oh, did you hear about our GM was uh, involved in the um, the veteran game? I guess the alumni game went on today. Oh, Steve Eisenman. Yeah, he he played in the. Uh, That's crazy. The Red Wings. You, you know that would never happen in football. You never see like these old executives or team GMs or assistant any you know personnel that on a coaching staff that is a former player. They wouldn't get together and play a game of tag football or flag football. And he scored, says Anthony. Yeah, he did. Apparently, I don't. It's just I don't want to get onto hockey. I just I saw that and I thought, you know, that would that's that's hockey's like the one sport, maybe baseball, that would work in, but it would never work in football. Wait, here I got the I got the Michael Spurlock call. Matt Vaskurgeon. What a crazy fucking record. What a yeah, what a dumb thing. What a what yeah. an exclusively Buccaneer record. We have. had not done it for so long. It was just like they would before every kickoff they would say it. Like what a what a crazy record to break. Crazy. Anyways, We've gone on for the, I did not expect to be on the Bucks for this long, for the entire half of the podcast. I was just about to say, like, that's half the podcast. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me, uh, let me call out to, to somebody. We should, we should need to talk some lightning, right? Yep. Oh yeah. All right. Let's get Anthony on the podcast. Let me do it. Let me do my Anthony call. Anthony! Hey! Hey, wow. that's hey. good. He listens. I'm impressed, Kyle. That was yeah. good. I was like, I, have, I, my call was, it works. <laughs> Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> All right, so Matt Carl looks like Matt Damon. He does, kind the of doll form, not the but actual. Alaskan. But it still looks like he would say. It still looks like he would be like the guy that be like Matt Carl. Matt. And you know what? Leave it. You know what? A, a, a hockey player from Alaska is like a unicorn. Rap Schneider, do do do. Rap Schneider, they ruined it and wasted it on Matt Carl. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's still, but I still think like every time like he's scratched, he goes into the woods in Alaska and like fights a bear. Wait, but wasn't Matt Matt Carl's (laughs) in a movie? (laughs) Matt Carl's in This Is Forty, wasn't he? Hmm? Look. Yeah, Matt Carl's in This Is 40 by Judd Apatow. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, it was two summers ago, and um, they needed somebody for the movie for that didn't have any oh, yeah. front teeth in, and uh, obviously that was Ian LaPierre for... Did he play somebody else, and, I wonder? Um, it just I don't so, remember, so happened but... that they needed uh, people what? who were either American or had their green card um, for something with the Screen Actors Guild, 
and James mm-hmm. Van Riemsdyk and I are the only two Americans on or that were on the Philadelphia Man Flyers. Cow. And Scott Hartnell had his green card. And, um, it literally came together within a matter of like two days. Is this like an interview? Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Like oh, no, here it is. <laughs> what movie is this? <laughs> this is 40. <laughs> Never seen it. They definitely look way better on her than they do on you. Oh, yeah, speaking role. Good for him. Trade him. <laughs> Trade him now, please. Jesus Christ, 5.5 million but against the cap. His value's going up. Yeah. So, <laughs> they, so I guess we could start talking about that, huh? Now that we're... Matt Carl's due f- uh, five, 5.5 million. But oh, I, my God. For another three years. But doesn't he have some kind of a clause in his, in his contract? I'll tell you right now. Give yeah. me one minute. What is, I saw that today. Okay, yeah, Santa go to Claus. General Fanager. He's got to go be Santa. <laughs> what? It's the Santa Claus. He's got to go be Santa. He's oh. got a no trade clause, yeah. How great would that be if Matt Carl had to be Santa every year? <laughs> <laughs> he's got an NTC. Uh, yeah, he can't be moved unless he wants to be moved. Um, or he has. He gets to pick his teams. All right. Uh, I'm, so sure, I'm, sure, I'm sure Iserman's been trying to move him for a while. So let's all... In Tampa, let, let this let the let the word go out. All you valet drivers, all you servers, all you hostess and hosts, you know, uh, waiters, waitresses, any anybody, anybody in the service industry, or anybody who comes into normal interaction with Matt Carl, fuck his shit up. Just like you know, poison his drink a little bit. You know, not bad, but you know, put a little visine <laughs> in the drink, bad. just a little bleed. Yeah. That's how we get rid of people around. Yeah, here. you know, it, you know, well, it, okay, Matt Carl orders. Uh, mild wings, you give him spicy. Or if he yeah, orders, no, you give him three mile aisle. He, he he orders a vodka tonic, you give him a gin and tonic. That's yeah, <laughs> that's how we do it. And we get him out. Maybe put a dent in his car on the way back when you, you know, when you valet. Like, it. This sounds like that scene from Little Nicky when he gets mad and makes that guy's coke. I can't a Pepsi. believe you just reference Little Nicky. <laughs> it is my name. I, yeah, but is is that your movie? Were you in that Adam Sandler movie? No, I didn't. No, know. you're not. Yeah, he was. Gauge, so you the don't. No. I don't know. You haven't <laughs> known Nick as long as I have, and I can I can attest that he was indeed in Little Nicky. Yeah, was he? Yeah, That's, he's in that one scene. That one scene. Yeah, yep. where Adam Sandler tries to be funny and fails. That yeah. one scene. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. I looked no, into I this. Know. I was the pineapple that didn't get shoved up Hitler's butt. <laughs> 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 I looked into this recently. There's like, there's literally no Adam Sandler comedy that is like rated over a thirty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. None. Like none. Big Daddy. Happy nope. Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. I was about to say no. Happy Gilmore didn't get. Nope. What? Yep. Oh. Happy die, Gi- clown. Let's see. <laughs> Happy Gilmore, I think, has a. It has. Okay, I'm sorry. No. I'm, okay, I was wrong. Sixty percent. Okay. Oh, sorry. okay. That's, that's, that's right. reasonable. Yeah. Sixty percent, but still. Uh, and that's his best. That is his best. That is the, probably the best one. It's the high watermark for uh, Adam Sandler's career. Yep. Happy Gilmore. Good. He's a Bruins fan, but so fuck him. Even Big Daddy. I thought Big Daddy would would have been rated higher, and it's it's rated at. Uh, I thought it would have been rated higher just because John Stewart's in it. Yeah, it's forty percent. Oh yeah, John Stewart isn't Big Daddy. That's always weird to me. Every time I watch that movie, I see him like pop out. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, you know what's weird there, to me? There's John the Stewart. The fact that you watch that movie. <laughs> Politics. I'll leave it alone. <laughs> okay, hold on. Let's okay. Let's get back on on topic here. <laughs> Braden so Coburn. Trade deadline and Braden Coburn and everything else involving this team. Yeah. Yes, please dive into the Braden Coburn. Fuck, um, fuck I don't em. like it. Fuck him. I, 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 I like Coburn. I don't like the deal. Uh, for a team that's 
going to need a lot of cap space. You just locked up another three years of 3.7 million going to somebody that's not named Steven Stamkos or Victor Hedman or Nikita Kucherov. Yeah, but he took a, he took a pay cut. Essentially, yeah, he's an over thirty defenseman. Of course, he took a pay cut. That's one of the that he wasn't going to get more than he was already getting. He's over the hill. I mean, he didn't take. I'm sure he didn't take a pay cut on his own will to stay here. That's hmm. I, I don't agree with that when people say that. I, I think he got what he could get. There's some interesting, uh, some interesting contracts that have been handed out to aging defensemen, or at least you know ineffective defensemen. Well, I don't blame Iserman as much for Carl. Because at the time that was the pr- that was the asking price for a defenseman on the free agent market, and he was yeah, and Carl was a pretty good player. It's different priorities depending on yeah, who's and we available. needed defense badly at that time, and he just he saw him and Salo that year, and he got them both. But I mean, at the end of the day, that still frees up cap space for us. Uh, well, that depends on what happens. Uh, by Monday or in the off season, we got a lot of things that need to change yeah, if we want to keep our core together. Mm. We have a tall task ahead of us, and the thing is, is I we're either those, go, yeah. we're you got to look at the. Lining so when you fans. say when you say core, like we're talking Victor Hedman, Stephen Stamkos, Tyler Johnson, Kucherov, Nikita Kucherov, Palat. and Palat. Yeah, yeah, you could say that's our core. Yeah, you can't keep. There's no realistic way you're going to be able to keep Stamkos and all of the triplets. Yeah, the the way I see it is really the, the three guys, at least forwards. No, the three guys that you have to keep is Hedman, Stamkos, and Kucherov. I think those guys are because eventually Kucherov can play first line with Stamkos and be his playmaking winger. I agree. You know, so those are three guys that you absolutely have to try to keep. Uh, Stamkos is obviously still up in the air. Kucherov's going to be an RFA after this year, so we get to give him a qualifying offer. He's going to stay. I, I I don't worry about Kucherov. Right. And Hedman's still got a year left uh, before we have to give him a contract. So, and Stamkos and Hedman are going to command max for forward and defenseman or more. You know, like Stamkos is supposed to set the bar for contracts. Uh, I don't see it. Which, why. Mean, which doesn't make a whole lot of fucking that, sense. Yeah. That no, it doesn't at all. And especially because the, the Canadian dollar is tanking. So the cap's going to go down. Yeah. So we're not talking about Patrick Kane or, or well, we're, Stamkos is elite at one thing and that's putting the puck in the net. But even then, I don't think he's worth 11 million. No, no. And people no, disagree no, no, and people will disagree me, disagree with me on that. But, and I'm not well, saying he's that because it'd be one thing and that's inconsistent. Yeah. He's streaky. He scored five straight games now, and then watch—he won't score. Ovechkin for is 10. streaky. That's why he gets Ovechkin money. Ovechkin just hit forty tonight already. Well, look—he's—he's he's like a, uh, oh gosh, like a like a Terrell Owens, and, or you know something like that, like a, an elite wide receiver who commands that kind of money. Yeah. Simply because of the fact that he brings the fans to the stadium. It's like that people yeah. want to watch him do well, his he's, thing. He's—he's he's the face of the franchise right now. There's no doubt for about now. that. For now, um, he's the captain. He's the guy everybody knows. When you think about the Lightning, you think of Steven Stamkos. Most you're right. Of, you know, outside of Tampa. Yep. But you're not wrong. But you can't. I just don't see eleven million, eleven million dollar player. I see a, a very high, highly paid center who can put the puck in the net a lot, and is, I think any team would want him, obviously. And I think he's good at what he does. But eleven million plus or whatever he's going to command. You know, obviously, obviously forward, he wants at least 10.5, I would I would guess. If he was a defensive forward, I would say, yes, he's worth the 11 million American. If but, you mean if he was two-way. Yeah, if he was two-way, yeah, sorry. 
Um, yeah, if he if he had the goal scoring ability, he does plus a better all around game. Like let's say like a Kucherov almost, who could pass it, who's you know has got great hands, and you know a guy like that can make a lot of money. Like I just. I'm yeah. not trying to say the Stamkos is a bad player. I'm just no, saying that no, no, I think no. I think he's I think far, far what he wants. That. Yeah, what he wants is a little much, but he might get it. Yeah, but you if know, he... Iserman has made it clear they want to keep him, you know, and but you have to realize that once once he signs that contract, there You're goes our cap. Some of... Well, not, yeah, not, <laughs> not only Iserman, but um, <clears throat> Vinick as well. And like the owners made it clear that that he wants to keep him. And when you when you pair a a Stamkos with like okay let's say yeah maybe maybe ten million is a little much for a guy like Steven Stamkos but when you say ten million for Stamkos and then we sign Hedman to his max deal and you have Hedman and Stamkos I mean that's a good those are two good guys that, to, that's to build almost teams. a third of your salary wrapped up in two players but those I mean, are two leaders on the team and they're two young guys too Stamkos is yes. what, 26 and Hedman's Hedman's still 25 years old I yeah. mean those two those are younger. those are two main cogs and Kucherov is 22. Yeah, that's so, a that's a core yeah. you want to you want to you know you want to build around. Yeah, and that's and that's what the Blackhawks do. That's what the great teams do is they keep with their the core Detroit and the then 90s. they fill in with young cheap players yeah. around them. Yep. And here's and here's where the issue comes in for me is with the Coburn contract is that Coburn is that he could he's replaceable. It's a replaceable player with someone younger and cheaper like a Slater Cuckoo. You don't need to give this guy 3.7. Yeah, it's cuckoo. Yeah. <laughs> Funny name. <laughs> well, but, maybe, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's a thing where he's he plays well with the team. He meshes well with the guys. I think he does. And I, and like I said, I, I have no problems with Coburn. It's just I don't like the, I don't like putting, I don't, I don't like giving a guy money that could go to some very important pieces. I don't have a, I don't have a problem with it. I mean, I guess, yeah, you're right. He's, he's not. I tend to I tend to go with Kyle. I, I don't have a problem with this. It's it, okay. Is well, he, he's not. He's, and a lot of people is he, don't. Is this an essential I, signing? No. Or an ex, is this an essential extension? No. But this is one of those. It, it certainly doesn't hurt us, really. No, yeah, this is a normal one. That no, I it doesn't like. hurt on the ice. He's still a good defenseman, right? But in terms of cap space, maybe it, maybe it's an issue. Yeah, and but listen, we have a lot of issues with cap space already. Right. I mean, we got Callahan on the books for five point eight till twenty twenty. We got Val on the books till twenty eighteen for five million. You know, those are two contracts that are going to hurt us if, especially Callahan's down the road. Yes, uh, he's already regressing, and he's gonna, and you know, he's still okay, but he's not going to be worth five point eight in two years. Well, here's another thing to to consider. I mean. He's uh, he as an Iserman is going to be looking for, you know, a a top defenseman come Monday. From what I'm hearing, a top four, yeah. a top four defenseman. Yeah, we want somebody else to pair with in the top four. And well, you want another defenseman even for the third pick because remember Garrison's going to come back right soon. So that's your you know he rounds out your top four. We and I mean what's what's been our problem from. You know, since I, I feel like since since Vinick bought the team, is that we just we we just can't seem to to play in front of our goalie. We can't seem to play well in front of the goalie. Well, we're doing it now. Yeah, uh, we've switched up our system a little bit to be more defensive minded, and it's worked. Uh, with tonight, we played stellar defense the entire game. 
you know, for outside of a few little gaps, but that happens, you know, but, um, I, I just think that the, you know, we just, Iserman's got to have something planned here. I think to be honest, if I, if, uh, you know, I think that he's, he's looking at, at the team now, he's looking at the team that he has now. He looks at, you know, a guy like Braden Coburn. He says, you know what? He's not the greatest guy, but he wor- can count on. He's working. Yeah. He's working for us now. Uh, he looks at Jonathan Druin and in that whole situation, he's like, okay, well, look, I can leverage this into another defenseman that you know, a top four defenseman. So he's essentially going, I'm all in. I'm all in. Here we go. And then, then you know, the, the fucking team that I want to win. Yeah, the, the World Series of Poker guys, are like, oh shit, here we go. So, I I think kind of that's you know we'll see after after next week whether or not yeah, that's Monday, actually the Monday case. Monday is a big day. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll see if that's if actually. Any- if worse comes to worse with Carl, he's probably going to get bought out this offseason, and right. we'd only have to pay one point four million for Which is not bad. The rest of his Which stuff. will alleviate a lot. Well, yeah, that'll lot, be what, do the math. It's it's you know five point five instead of paying five point five till twenty nineteen or twenty eighteen, we're paying one point four till twenty eighteen. Yeah, that's beautiful. Year. And then hey, Olin's gonna, Olin's finally coming off the books. He's still on the books. If you didn't know that, he's still, uh, on, the books. still on the books. Are you yeah. fucking kidding me? For 3.6 a year. I yeah, he's still on the not. books. I found that out today. He's, he's off. He's uh, he's off that this year. So he comes off the books. So that's another 3.6. And then if you can move maybe Val, you can take 5 million off the books. If the, unless we retain, I mean, you can. You're, you so, might retain salary there, and if you move Carl, they're probably going to retain salary. You got to get rid of Val, and you got to rid of got got to get rid of Carl. Yeah, no offense, he's he's yeah. just uh, he's a third line, he's a third line center. I don't think. Let so. me no. let me run this by. I think you. he's here's very our, good. Here's our RFAs after this year: Kalorn, Brown, Vladdy, Kucherov, Seti, and Marchessault. All of those guys need contracts after this year. Mm. Good God. Marchessault is the only one I I really 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 could not bear to like part with and Brown as well. Kucherov too. Well, Kucherov, Kucherov man. Yeah. Kucherov, JT like JT Brown is it would be rough. Yeah, I don't want to part with. I, could see I don't. Him. I don't want to part with anybody there. Really, uh, the ones I could stand would be Seti and Brown, but I don't want to lose Vladdy or Kucherov yeah. or Marchi. I, I like all those Marchi's guys. All those, yeah, you gotta go uh, March. I think you gotta go Marchessault and. Uh, yeah. Cooch. Yeah, Cooch. Guys, we shut him out. We shut out Denver. Yeah. Hey. Yeah, Five yeah, straight. Four nothing. Yep. Uh, another guy that could be moved is Condra. He's only making 1.25, but you can get that cap back for the next three years. Yeah. Pretty easily. He's still a serviceable forward that someone would give up, like, a, I don't know, mid round pick for maybe. You know what all this has made me realize? You can package him in a deal. Uh, Hockey's hard. No. Uh, I miss Cap Geek. Jesus Christ. I need Cap Dude, Geek. Dude, go right to General Fanager. GeneralFanager.com. General Fanager. And click on the lightning logo. It'll tell you everything you need to know. That's what I'm looking at right now. I'm not doing it all. I'm not doing this off the top of my head. <laughs> I admit, like, CapGeek was my go-to. This is the same thing, man. Go-to. It tells you the draft picks that we have this year, everything. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Well, look at this. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Go go down. You can see even on non-roster players and their salaries. Oh, oh, this is everything I wanted. Okay, perfect. Yeah. General. www.generalfanager.com. And you just click on the team or you can you can look up players, too. Oh, this is awesome. Yeah. Oh, cool. So cool. Yeah. Oh, nice. So I guess I guess we could talk about what we're going to try to get for Druin, maybe. Uh, what is there to get for Drew? 
there's apparently there's still offers, a lot yeah. of teams interested. Yeah, but I, I mean, you think a lot of a lot of like, Western teams, a lot of Western teams to you know, which is like an attractive or attractive. Well, that's a good thing for us because we Eiserman, don't want to see it. Eiserman came out the other day and said there's still like ten teams that are very interested in Druin. And oh. they and the, and when they asked him about his value, it said it, it didn't go down uh, even after the whole thing. And that's because teams want Druin's potential. They want that guy because he's still really young. He hasn't played very much. He's got very little tread on him. I mean, and he's still got a ton of potential to be a really good hockey player. I think and he'll be great. Teams look at that and go, uh, you know, like they want that. And especially around the deadline, teams lose their minds for wow. for Ugh. players. And you could you, maybe Eiserman will fleece somebody for Drew, and we'll see. Man, looking at this general manager, it's this makes me sick. What do you mean? Looking at all oh, the R, looking at all the RFAs that are 2016 and 17. I, oh. Yeah, look at the no movement clauses. Oh god! Look at, the, look at look at the contracts those are on. Yeah, and and I guess everybody wonders why the fuck Eiserman's not signing Stamkos now. Jesus Christ. Look at He's all this. He's got a lot of work to do before he can even look at it. all this. This is insane to me. Ryan yeah. Callahan and, and Valtteri Filippola and, and Tyler Johnson are literally and, and Palat. Those are literally the only guys he doesn't have to worry about. Maybe Boyle too. Boyle and Condra. Yeah. And Condra's probably going to be gone. Jesus Good. Christ. It's, this <laughs> is craziness. And I want you to look at Strawman's contract though. And look at how much of the steal that is. Yeah. 4.5 until 2019. Yeah. And, you know, that's a million less than Carl. Like... And, and Strawman's one of the best defensemen right and now. Then Hedman... I was just about to say, he's not the best defenseman on our team only because Victor Hedman plays for us. I didn't, well, I didn't realize we had so much time left on Hedman, too. We got a few, we got a few a couple years left on Hedman. This, well, next yeah. year. At least next no, year. No, we got one year left on Hedman after this. I was this. about to say, like, yep. Hedman's going to be a, uh, uh, on the horizon for us. And he's unrestricted, too, so. Hedman. row Yeah. Hedman. There's just a lot that Iserman has to do this offseason. I mean, there's no, like, vacation. He's got a lot to do. <laughs> no, and uh, you know what? To yeah. the fans listening, uh, prepare yourselves. We're going to lose somebody very cool, very important, oh, very yeah. valuable Kalorn, to this team. I, I would say Kalorn's gone. He's going to he's gonna command too much. Yeah. Probably. Yep. Uh, you know what? He's going to deserve it, but he's going to deserve it from another team. Yep, and that's and that's part of it. And when I said this last year, because you know when I said that this enjoy this year because this is the last year that this year's gonna this roster is gonna be together. Yep, absolutely. Getting Guys old. are gonna leave. They're gonna command more than we can pay. We're gonna have to pick and choose who we want to keep. And and this is where it becomes a guessing game of you better pick wisely. Or you know, or risk having to blow it all up and start over again. If you want that's, to, that's if the you want to maintain success, team. if you want to maintain success, you got to figure it out, and you got to keep the guys that brought you success as many as you can, for as long as you can. Mm. And we're at that bridge now. We rebuilt. We came up. We signed free agents. We had a ton of cap space. We used it all up, and now we got to figure out how to fit everybody in. I think he. It, it, I mean. Like you said before, there'll be that core group of players, but at the end of the day, it's filling around them. Everybody's gonna have to get used to seeing a bunch of these guys go. Sorry yep. about it. That's yep. it's, it's it's a business. Every, all four major sports, like it's a business, guys. Lots of new Lightning fans are about to learn about how sports actually. Yeah, you're is. right. It is lots yep. of new fans because a lot of them are uh, 
inexperienced in this aspect. Yeah. Make, yep. make your... You're going to wave goodbye to probably a triplet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. At, at least one. You at might least, see two well, go. Well, I would hope I'd hope we can keep I'm, two or three. Make I'm your pretty signs. sure Tyler Johnson's going to be the one gone. Make your sign. Yep. Oh, really? Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'd Tyler say, Johnson, I'd say I feel Cooch like... and Pilot are more valuable than Johnson. Yeah, not to mention, I feel like Tyler Johnson also feels like he's the... Yeah, after the year he's had this year so far. It hasn't been great this no, year. No, not But, all. hey, we don't have to worry about Johnson and Pilot till after next year. Yeah. they still got another year left. They aren't this year. Yeah. yeah. If uh, Kucherov's going get, to gonna get paid, probably, and he's going to get maybe something similar to Sam Coase's first contract, but maybe a little less money. Like the one that we signed him to when he was like, just get a deal done. I, you know, I don't care. I mean, oh, are, is, that... is this all? Is all? Is this all assuming that Stamkos is resigned? No, if Stamkos leaves, uh, that alleviates our cap By well enough that we could probably keep more everyone. Guys. <laughs> Not everybody, but more. Uh, and then you, and then that that guarantees that Hedy stays probably. Yeah, Hedman's like yeah, can I, can I? Yeah. that that guarantees at least Hedman staying and two of the three triplets. Kucherov stays. For can sure. I have all that money? Says Hedman. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, Hedman. <laughs> He'd probably be captain. Too. Yeah, I want to be captain. Yeah, he probably would be captain. Oh, he would be captain. And he'd be a damn good captain. Yeah, him or fucking Based Callahan. Stuff what? <laughs> like fucking. Yeah, Callahan. I say Callahan's got to be the captain. Oh, great. Callahan could be it. If we keep Philpola, if we keep Valtteri Philpola, because the Detroit connection between him and Eisman. No, Eisman yeah. does not give a shit about fucking that. Fucking Lucius Malfoy. Yeah. Yeah, Iserman will ship his will ship him out the first chance he gets if he has to. Yeah, Iserman has no emotional attachment to anybody. He's the one that was like, "Okay, Vinny, you're gone." He's what? the one that bought out Vinny. He had to make that decision. Like, <laughs> he's like, "What? Yeah, you're gone. Sorry." Yeah, well, it, he, Iserman said it was hard, but I, I I don't believe him. It was an easy decision. <laughs> yeah, fuck him. Okay. All right. That's uh that's enough hockey for tonight. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's enough hockey. Because, because, guys. What's like, happening? It's spring training. The wind it's officially it. started. Yeah. Yogi read the comics all the while. Yeah. Yeah. Rock and roll was being born. Marijuana. Never heard this before. What? The national pastime this song is great. Talking baseball. Zuski Campanella talking baseball. The man and Bobby Stella. This needs to be the Ray Suck song. Do the Ray Suck. They knew them all from Boston to Come on. I agree. Especially really. Mickey and the Duke. Come on, guys. I let's talk baseball. <laughs> Gotta talk baseball. This is the I've never heard that song before. It's a great song, Nick. I've never heard that song before. Have you heard I have. You you gotta hear the one that's the um the Simpsons one. Simpsons talking baseball. Talking softball. <laughs> do 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 do. So what do you think about the Rays this year? I think the Rays... I mean, it's hard to tell by now because we're literally the first day of spring training for the entire team, but we we finally look like we have uh, as many bats as arms. Really? You think that? Well, 
Interesting that Nick should say that, that we have as many bats as arms, because I'd like to play a game with you two. Uh-oh. Oh, let's do it. I have the Fangraphs.com 2016 zip projections for the Tampa Bay Rays for our batters. And I'm just, I'm going to keep it simple. I'm not going to do anything crazy. I'm just going to go with uh, batting average. Let's just, I'll just I'll just give you the batting average, and you guys tell me if that hitter is going to hit over or under that average for 2016. Okay. So can we get the word of the bay game music. Maybe maybe I should. Uh... Oh yeah, we'll we'll get it. <laughs> oh, I can. Yeah. Wait, uh, Wisconsin. Yeah, there it goes. You want to give me? Some, I'll give you some. I'll give you some music. Yeah, yeah. That can happen. It's gonna be talking baseball. <laughs> yeah, hold on. Let, 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 just, let, just, let me just let me just give you some music real quick. Let me just give you some music. Lemons clucking all yep. the wine. <laughs> okay. I do was oh, coming. Lovely. <laughs> now, before I do this, I wonder if I should have the two thousand their actual two thousand and fifteen stats for you guys available. So if you wanna if you wanna pull that up. No, no, I'm gonna do this. No, uh, just just, just do row. it, man. We'll just do it live. Do okay. It. All right. Let's let's start with Kevin Kiermeyer. That because that's the first player on the uh, that I have available to me here. Maybe lead off. Uh, he is projected to hit 265 this year. That's his batting average projected. So are we gonna say over? Are we gonna say under? Are we gonna say? Or you want to stay? You want to stay the same? I'm gonna stay. I was about to say, I'm going to stay the same. I feel 265 is, I mean, I might go over by a, a slight margin. I would go I under feel, if I had to, but. See, now I was going to say it's 265, 270 is right where I see KK playing at. I'd say 260, 265. I, I actually, for Kevin Kiermaier, I'm going to say under. Really? Yeah, I'll say under 265. I, I, I don't. He's got a goofy swing. He's got a goofy swing, and I don't think he's as good as everybody makes him out to be. I think he's he's a little bit of that like flash in the pan kind of guy. He's he's hot. He's cold. You know, he makes the good plays on defense, but I just don't see. I don't. I don't know. I don't see 265 out of him this year. Sam Fold also was a defensive minded yeah. outfielder. Well, Sam Fold is way more streaky than than Kiermaier, but fuck uh, Sam Fold. Yeah, <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> wow, he has diabetes. You'd be nice. Okay. Uh, next up, sugar, sugar, da, 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 da. the face of the franchise, Evan Longoria, is projected to hit 260 this year. Oh, I'm gonna go. He's gonna hit above. I'm going under. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm gonna agree with Anthony. I'm saying under. But there's no Two, way. 255, hits... 250, yeah. with like 20 homers and 80 RBIs. Yeah, that's a, that sounds like a long go year. Two, 240. I'm gonna say 240 at least. <laughs> You know what, you guys, uh, you're going to eat your uh, crow when he hits 280. Oh, yeah, because we have, it doesn't it seem like every year, like, there's something with Longoria. Like, he comes into, he comes into spring training, like, with something like, oh, this year he's looking thinner and he, he's done this in the offseason. I don't think that's, I don't think that's Stam or uh, Longoria. <laughs> I don't think that's Longoria. I think that's the media. Yeah, I, probably. You know what? I think I think the story this year is he finally tied the knot. He's a, it's behind him. He's yeah. his head is clear. It's stupid. No, actually, Stop it. you know what the story was this year was that he 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 finally feels like he's got the hitters around him that he doesn't feel like he has to take on such a as much of a leadership role and that he felt too pressured with the he's leadership got the protection, role. Protection, yeah. Yeah, he says he, he feels he's he's finally got protection this year, which I feel like I've heard. So many years before. That was supposed to be, it was Pena for a little while, then it was supposed to be Will Myers. Yeah, yeah. Then it was supposed to be Souza, and now it's what's supposed to be Dickerson or something like yeah, that. We've, <laughs> we've heard this goddamn story so many times. Like, don't, yep. don't give me yep. that. Pena okay. was the last protection he actually had. All right. Next up, uh, Brad Miller 
Uh, they have him hitting. Oh, I have no idea. <laughs> uh, two fifty-two. Do you want me to bring up his stats last year? I'll do that. For no, you. no, no, no. Go I'm ahead. Gonna, I'm gonna go under. I'm going over. I'll go over. I, I'd say I'm gonna be optimistic. To say he hits like two sixty. <laughs> Hold on. I'll, I'll 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 do you guys. I'll I'll, I'll give you do you a favor here. Brad Miller last year. Let's see what he hit. Two thousand fifteen. Uh, he hit himself. Hey. How many home runs did he? Uh, he had 13 home runs. Oh no, he had 11 home runs. And his oh fuck, his batting average 258 last year. 258. Not bad. So they're they're projecting him to do 252. So they're they're actually projecting him under last year. Yeah, I was about to. I say guess they, when they you come to the Rays, it's all, it's automatic when you come to the Rays, you're going to go down in batting yeah, average. I guess so. So I, I'd say I would say over. I'd say over is a, a fair assessment. All right. All next right. up. How about Logan Forsyth? Look, they have Logan Forsyth at a two fifty four. I'm gonna say over. I was just about to say, Logan Forsyth to me, I think might be one of the most important players for the Rays next season because yeah. he's finally gonna get solidified starting roles the whole season. Yeah, he's he's gonna be a guy that I, that I see us relying on to to be good. I'm going over too. I I think Forsyth figured it out last year. I think something quick for him. He just looked really confident at the point. Like, and I know that's like cliche to say, but he just did. Like, yeah. he lo- it looked like he was locked in. He looked like he had it all figured out. And I, I really, and I really think, think he's got been... some good hitting, uh, good hitting yeah. in him, some I good pop. Completely agree. Yeah. I think it might have to be some consistency because you know, before last year, Forsyth wasn't playing more than you know two games a week. Yeah, yeah, he was being platooned, I think, wasn't he? Yeah. Something like that. He was, yeah, he was yeah. being platooned in the Rays Escobar and on the team he was beforehand. Yeah, with uh, San Diego, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Forsyth is going to have another nice year. Okay, all right. So let's go with uh, long-time Ray and, uh, you know, possible trade bait for this year, Desmond Jennings. They have him hitting uh, two forty-six this year, which I – under. I I'm gonna say I'm gonna stay the same. I think 246 is accurate. I've um, given up on Jennings to be honest with <laughs> so you. So have I. I'm gonna go under yeah. because do you remember how bad BJ Upton was when he went to Atlanta? Yeah. Yeah. That's what I see Desmond Jennings. I, that bad? Yeah, I see him hitting under the Mendoza line. I guess they. Ooh. I guess I guess Jennings is looking good in camp or something. Oh great, that doesn't mean shit. <laughs> no, it doesn't mean a goddamn thing. All right. Um, so let's go with his his uh, replacement, which is Corey Dickerson, uh, and they have him hitting a two sixty. Um, I'm gonna say under for that. Hmm. When I look at his splits, and like the big the big thing about him this offseason has been his splits. So when I look at his splits, I I I tend to think that he doesn't hit as well away from Colorado. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say under for what well, they have met. Uh, what's that? They had him at two sixty. Two sixty. Yeah, I'm gonna say right at the same. I'll go like... over, but not by much. Okay. Go ahead, Nick. I'm sorry. Okay. No, no, no. It's okay. Um, wow, that's actually all of us picking different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Two sixty five. Yeah, I was just about to say he. Um, he seems like a two sixty hitter. You said you, know, you you stayed the same. You're gonna stay the same. Yeah, I'm just staying the same. Yeah, that was tough for I like I. I think that's a good. You know. That's a good place to be. He's he's yep. he's an unknown at this point to, to he's us. He's gonna regress batting average wise. I'd agree with that. 
Uh, I do think he's going to hit for some nice power, though. I think he might hit 20 homers. I mean, he he was playing on the same team for half the year as Troy Tulowitzki. And um, oh, who's the other guy? I don't know. Ailes Mars. Listen, man, you got to be okay, pretty. So spe- you got to be pretty special to hit 300. That's true. You yeah, do. It, it you is. Know? You have to be yeah. something rather, rather exceptional. Yeah. Okay. So, right. as a fan of the Rays, you're telling me that we're going to bring a guy in that's going to hit almost 260 and have 20 home runs. I would think so. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Okay, cool. Let's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. How do we I do that? I think Sousa could hit 20, 20 homers if he stays healthy. I mean, he might strike out a ton, but he could hit 20 homers. He's not going to hit 260. All right. right. Well, speaking yeah. of Steven Souza, they have him projected as hitting uh, 234. Uh, I'll say over. I was going to say really? over. 234 is pretty anemic. That's pretty That's pretty bad. So I, You I, called him fuckface McStrikeout for like half the year last year. <laughs> He, maybe he learns. Maybe he learns this year. What is he going to be? Fuckface McWalk now. What maybe he'll be. Like? Yeah. Maybe he'll be fuckface. See a pitch. Maybe see a pitch. Say, this is uh, well. Yeah. Well, the the Rays' um, batting style or batting strategy is changing. So there's not going to not going to be any more see a first pitch. I mean, that's the that's the, my number one thing with him was just that he would not see a pitch, and I I even said it to him. Like I I would yell said it, it to him. Myers too. Yeah. Oh yeah. See a, a strike, Will. See a strike. And then <laughs> Sousa, same thing. I'm like, oh, it drove it drove me crazy. But I think I think uh two thirty four is a little low. I think I see over that. I'll go over two forty. Yeah. Maybe two forty five. I think Sousa, That's what I'm saying. I it's think like, Sousa's we're got saying some over, talent. We're saying over on two thirty, and two thirty five is still over. I'll say two thirty six. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll go two thirty one. Yeah. Just like price is right style. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> God damn it. All right. Yeah, no, because yeah. Anthony. How about yeah. uh how about uh catcher Kirk Casale? Uh well, I don't know. What is his number? I mean he's gonna he's gonna platoon. Yeah, he didn't give us a number. I'm sorry, yeah, you're right. He's 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 likely gonna platoon um with, with Renee Rivera. With, uh, Hank Conger, with Hank Conger and Renee Rivera. <laughs> so I mean he, they have him hitting two fifteen. I think I'm gonna say slightly over. Mm-hmm. But not not any much better than that. It's he's gonna to hit. Say, I think he's got some pop under. too. You're gonna say I under. think he has. I think he has some pop in his bat. I he think does. he's gonna be more like a boomer bust kind of hitter. Yeah, but that's the thing is it's really hard to say under 220 because 220 is pretty fucking That'd bad. Be bad man. <laughs> he had a good. He had that's a bunch our of... catchers, man. Rivera was hitting like 190, 190 for like. 75% of the year last year. I don't think he ever yes, made it. Yes, but do you think that's going to be acceptable again? Yeah, because who the fuck else are we going to get? <laughs> it's true. He's not, he's not wrong. Right, fair enough. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, it's acceptable because we don't have anybody else. Slight, like, I'll say slightly over, slightly over. That's why we drafted that catcher in the second round last year. He's supposed to be the future. Okay, well, speaking of the future, let's let's talk about uh, a guy that we got in return for Matt Garza, who whose name is Brandon Geyer. Uh, they have him hitting 257. I'm I'm gonna go over. I'm gonna go under. I'll stay right there. You're gonna stay. Yep. Another another interesting turn. I just I think Brandon Geyer is another one of those Logan Forsythe type guys who finally excelled when he had playing time. No. I think he can really hit. To be honest with you, you think so? I, I like Geyer a lot. I think yeah, Geyer's got a great swing. I don't think. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's it's something short, about him. compact. He doesn't hit for a lot of power, but he's gonna put that. He's gonna line. Hit a lot of line drives, and they're going to find holes in the defense. That's well. That's my thing. I, he doesn't hit for a lot of power, but and I don't. I just don't think. I don't know that he'll get. 
because we, we've got a log jam at, at outfield. So I don't know that his those pl- things usually work themselves out. Though. That's true. And I, I but see his playing time. I don't see him. I don't know. I don't see him earning that spot. I would put him full in time. over Jennings, to be honest with you. I, but you know, that's just me. We'll see. We'll I see. would play him against lefties over KK. He probably will. So there you go. That's why he's the fourth. All right. Now I'm I'm going to start jumping around because it's now we you know we kind of get into the, some of the the shit the shit guys. Um, <laughs> how about uh, how about Steve Pierce, two seventy one. I got him hitting. Really? They're oh, protecting no, no. him at I'm 271. Sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, no, no. I was looking at I was looking at the completely the wrong thing. Two, I was about to say, God damn. God damn it. He had like 220 <laughs> last year. Two, two thirty-eight. Two thirty-eight. <laughs> Under. <laughs> but he'll go like two thirty, maybe. I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay on Steve. I'm gonna stay as well. Yeah. Okay. All right. See, I'm not as optimistic about some of these guys. Yeah. Yes. But the thing is, you yeah. gotta think he's gonna hit. I'm thinking he's going to get 238, 240 unlimited batting. So, yeah, I think he's, he's, that he's bat. probably going to be our everyday first baseman. All right. It looks like. How about. Uh, really? Anyway, might. We'll see. Did we change? We got three first basemen right what we, now. What the, what the fuck? Yeah, what do we do with James Loney? He's still with us, but he's supposedly on the block. I don't know. Yeah, he's got to go, man. What are we going to do yeah, with Yeah, get guy? rid of Loney. Yeah. Well, let's let's talk about that then. He's he's pretty far down the list, but let's just let's see. Uh, they got him. They got him at two twenty three. That's I. Def- <laughs> I don't know. Wait, 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 wait. Two seventy five. Two seventy five. Oh, I was about to say, God damn. God damn. That would be a hell of a regression. The guy could still hit a little yeah. bit. I mean, <laughs> yeah. But even a, a two seventy. Would you say two seventy three? Two seventy five. I'm gonna say slightly under. I'm gonna say by a wide margin under. Yeah, I think I, by a wide margin, that. really. No, nah, yeah, well, not a wide margin. Two, I think like he hits 260, like two fifty, two fifty-five. I'd say two sixty-five. Okay, okay. Let's go. With, how about Hank Conger? Hank Conger. Oh fucking a! That guy. <laughs> they got him at two twenty-five. You know he under. threw out. You know he threw out one batter last year. Yeah, I know. I do know that. One batter. I do know that. I don't. That's going to be awful behind the plate. <laughs> I don't know what we're doing with him. I, I'm going to say. Uh, Jesus, two twenty-five, under, uh, under, Way yeah. Under. Ah, under. If, if both of you, if, if both of you are saying under, I'll say over. Just, just cause. Go with it. Sure. <laughs> just cause. Um. Oh God, let's see who else. Who else are we want? Let's go with. Uh, how about Logan Morrison? Uh, I got Logan Morrison at two forty-one. I'll stay there. Yeah, I'll, I'll stay there too. I'll go over. I'll go over for you guys. Logan Morrison. We, huh? st- we still have Grady Sizemore on the roster, apparently. What? Yeah. No, I'm telling it's he's right here. He's no, no, we don't. He's I'm telling you. Let's see. What's he slated for? Like 70? Hold on, let me look it up. Let's look it up. <laughs> he's gonna hit 70. <laughs> Watch it's like 310. Holy shit. He had that little hot streak. Yeah, he did. For like a game or two where he like we went like I don't know, like five or six or with a homer. No, he's a wait, he's a free agent. Yeah, he's a free agent. Yeah, and Joey Butler got claimed by the Indians. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. I see so that's about it. I think. Yeah. I I think I think our, our batting's gonna be better than it has been in years past. Slightly uh, better. Slightly better. Uh, I think our starting pitching's gonna be great and I think our bullpen's gonna be terrible. Average. I don't know. Best. I don't. I don't have high hopes. For I think our bullpen. our bullpen does take a regression. I think our, uh, our think batting so. takes a step up, and I think our pitching is just as good as last year. I guess the only reliable arms in the bullpen, boxy. 
Which Paint, is a question uh, mark. Boxy's If Romero can figure it out, he could be a nice pen arm. I guess Romero's lost a bunch of weight and he looks different. I overheard that we might be switching a starter at the AAA level to a bullpen guy. Yeah, I heard that too. Oh, you sure. hear they're also already working on an extension for uh, Blake Snell. I do, and I, I guess they're impressed with him so far in camp. <laughs> yeah, apparently I not his ability to show up early. Well, he was on time, but Archer was like, "You gotta show up when the rest of the starters show up." That's good. I like that. I no, like I like that. it too. Yeah. I like it too. I'm just saying, like, it wasn't like he was late. I'm not a fan of it, him doing it while the cameras are there, though. Oh fuck it. Who cares? Alex Cobb to me doesn't doesn't. You know, doesn't seem like a leader type. He just seems like the kind of guy that wants to show up and, and throw the ball and get out of there. Throw the ball. Yeah. Chris Archer seems like a leader type. He's gonna Chris Archer's gonna be here for a long time. And yeah, like, just I reminds like me of Willow Smith and I can't take him seriously. What no, he reminds me he's just like a good I don't know, he just I think he's a, he's a guy to get behind. He's like a price, but he's gonna price he's a price that's gonna be here for a lot longer. You mean Jaden or Will Willow Smith? Yeah, he does remind me a little bit of Jaden Smith, but you know, he's a smart dude. I'd like uh, You're right. I did mean Jaden. <laughs> <laughs> Dirk I was trying to pull it up on the I was like, wait a second, who did I mean? Yep. I meant Jaden. Dirk Hayhurst, who who pitched for us for you know for uh, a flash in the pan. He was a former reliever for the for the Toronto Blue Jays and he he was with us during camp and he said that like Chris Archer is like a just he spent a lot of time with Chris Archer down in the, the minors and he's just like a such a unique guy, like such a unique uh, mind in baseball. He really see a is. Lot. Uh, yeah. I like Archer. I like Archer's style. To be honest with you, I like how he's how he, he's just so intelligent. Like the guy, like when he speaks, it's like holy shit. Like, is it mirrors it harken this... back to an older baseball? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Like I... where he's coming in, he's professional. Like he's wearing the the traditional garb. So you know, with the high socks. He should start tweeting like Jaden Smith. To be honest, I just with love him. how he always looks high as fuck. Like in every picture, he looks. Here's like, here's my favorite Jaden Smith tweet. How can mirrors be real if our eyes aren't real? Oh, man! I so deep, so I edgy. Think about that. If our eyes aren't real, what the fuck is he talking about? <laughs> exactly. What about the one our our feet shoes? Our feet shoes. <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. <laughs> so the razor. If, if newborn babies could speak, they would be the most intelligent beings on planet Earth. Oh, what was that me. movie with Bruce but they're Willis? underdeveloped baby genius? Yeah, oh god Dummies. don't Jesus Christ <laughs> how do you go from die hard to baby geniuses that, uh, with a paycheck that's the answer. yeah paycheck <laughs> that's about all I had yep me too Blake Snell me extension too. cash impressed cross that out we did the over under game Chris Archer scolding pitchers Susie Romero. Su oh, Steven Souza's. I guess he's got some injury. Oh, there's one thing I want to start doing. So at the end of every episode from now to the rest of the season, we're going to be giving you an update on the Lightning's record. As of right now, it is 35, 22, and 4 for 74 points. That puts us in a half a game lead in the Atlantic Division over it, the, it, the it Panthers. Does, it does not. I was about to say the Panthers are still ahead of us. Three-point lead. Wait. Oh, okay. Never mind. I'm thinking... <laughs> I'm thinking every other sport besides this fucking crazy ass Canadian game where we we somehow have this arbitrary point system. Fucking lightning. Don't be mad. Points. Who the fuck? Hey, you know what? Points are points, man. No, points are ridiculous. What is what is this? What is the points? 
Wins, losses, and, and ties. That's how you. That's how you. That's how you tell whose team's the best. Turns out Hedman back, went back to the locker room after one shift. You know what this points thing is? It's like the fucking electoral right. college and, and yeah. voting. Oh wait, you mean our vote doesn't matter? And it just—it's just a bunch of assholes up in Washington D.C. that elect the president. <laughs> yeah, but Fuck it's not me. that because those points are directly relative to the win-loss ties record. Well, so are the electoral votes, Nick. That you know, every every state that's won by that candidate, it goes to an electoral vote, and a certain amount of votes equals the pre- It's a bunch of bullshit. Wins, losses, and ties. That's how you fucking tell who's who is the leader of that division. There shouldn't be ties, but yeah, I agree with you. It was something like that, yeah. Well, there isn't any ties. Congratulations. I like points that. though, because it's like, hey, we got two points tonight. Two I points. I do too. Two points. Did you get two points tonight, Kyle? No, you didn't. Yeah, you I did. Didn't. I did. You didn't get two points tonight. God. No. No, you're right. No, you didn't. You're you lost right. in overtime, you got one point. Fuck it. You didn't get one point. Okay, fine. I'll just, uh, I still got a point. All right. Okay. Just, let's thank the 50 minutes in. <laughs> thank you to Audible. Thank you to Amazon. We don't do Audible anymore. Go fuck thank yourself. Thank you to Fleshlight.com for yeah. sponsoring the podcast. Ooh, that's a new one. <laughs> uh, thank you to Blog Talk Radio for sponsoring us. They do actually, or not, they don't sponsor us, but they do host us and they do so uh, for free. So thank oh, you guys please. for doing that for us uh we enjoy being a part of your network and growing with you guys if you want to check out all of our podcasts we've got a shit ton of them uh they're at sharkdropper.com uh sharkdropper 100 will be out very soon i have to actually edit that shit tonight so <laughs> wait it's still not out still not out having it it's it's this whole thing i, I still oh I gotta, yeah it's yeah. this whole thing i gotta if edit. you didn't know if you didn't know kyle was involved in a high-speed police chase in which he Jumped off the skyway and landed in a plane that took him to the Bahamas, and I am off track. It was like it was mag- <laughs> it was some serious Magnum PI shit. It was great. It was Point Break. See, now he yeah. told me he went to Cuba. Did you see that Archer thing, Nick? Yeah, it's coming out in March thirty first. Yeah, but they like they completely redid the opening, uh, you know, cr- you know, the opening thing for Magnum PI. No, I didn't notice that. Okay. All right. Well. All right. Well, let's end. The- <laughs> check that shit out. That's a great way to end the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> With a bang. Let's let's end, let's let's just end this podcast with the fucking uh, Magnum. Maybe we should go back, Master P. With the Magnum PI scene. With Magnum PI theme. Great. Theme song from a show that was before most of our listeners' time. I'm gonna send this to you, Nick. You gotta watch this. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> you know, like it's like a side by side comparison of the Archer theme to the. Oh, okay. Do, I do want to watch that. Yeah, watch that. Watch that shit. Okay. okay so what's gonna happen by between now and the next time the uh, listeners hear us? Uh, the trade light, deadline. The trade deadline Doug will Martin, happen. Yeah, Doug Martin. Uh, my prediction is is Doug Martin and Jonathan Duran will both not be on in Tampa Bay anymore. Well, when's free agency for the NFL? February 29th. Hold on. Hold on. I don't, Stand what? by. <laughs> I don't think Stand it is. Stand by. I don't know. I don't know when it starts. Fuck. Soon. <laughs> I, okay, I, 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 Jonathan Druin and will not be a part of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yep. He's so, going to a Canadian team. When, the, when next you hear my voice, the Lightning will still be in second place in the Atlantic Division.
to, to, to just wrap up the headman thing, Cooper says he's going to be reevaluated tomorrow, but he didn't seem overly concerned at all. If he took a shift, he's probably not that hurt. No. They probably, it was already 4 nothing or whatever it was at that yeah, point. Yeah, that was probably yeah. like one of those, uh, just go out there and just see go, how you feel. Uh, I just, feel kind of weird. Well, we're already winning, so. Yeah, just go back to the locker room. Okay. <laughs> all right, let's get out of here. All right, let's do that. Let's call it a podcast. Uh, that, has, that has been War of the Bay for this week. I have been Kyle. I have been Nick. And I'm still Anthony. He's still Anthony. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. 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 Bye.